Well, hey guys, good to be back with you. We are continuing on on this just short mini series. We started this last year, hope to do it in the future. Uh, Race to Life series. This is in between Easter weekend and this coming weekend, we have the baptismal service that we call Race to Life. Now in that, we I wanted to have people share their story, different staff, other people, and uh, just say like, you have a story. Hopefully if you're a Christian, you have a story. And the takeaway is like, learn to tell it well. And so we hope to encourage you not only just to get to know staff and get get to know other people and engage, because I think people like that. It's more than that. It's just an encouragement. And, and God tells his story in our lives by redeeming us. And so today with us, we have Pastor Greg Freeman. Hey, Cloud. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you. Hi, back. Too. Maybe some people don't know what you do here. And Yeah, thank you. So I'm, I'm executive pastor. That's a very behind-the-scenes role I get to be a part of some of the decision-making we do and helping equip uh, a lot of our pastors and uh, empowering some of our ministries, making sure they have the resources they need to do the ministry they're called to do. So when you said, like, you would start to tell your salvation testimony, where would you kind of start? Yeah, I would probably have to start... um, well, I'd probably go back to college uh, and start a little bit, although that's not where it happened. I would tell you that um, pre-salvation, I thought I was a Christian. I would have told you that. You were raised in church? No. Oh, okay. No, but I owned a Bible. Ah. And so and, and I wasn't hostile to religion. It wasn't any of those things. Through college, I uh, dated a girl who went to uh, was pretty solid about going to a church in town. I would go there, but I always found myself pushing back or looking for loopholes or, you know, yeah. trying to navigate that. But I would have told you I was a Christian, but I did not have a relationship mm. with Christ. And coming through college, I went to work at Kroger and um, uh, in the stores and got sent to some very small towns in northern Alabama and uh, southern middle Tennessee. And so as a 23-year-old, you know, living in uh, Decker, Tennessee is not really the most fun <laughs> out there, you know. And so uh, all of a sudden I went from this this kind of fun college experience and very relational and a lot of stuff going. It was a good college experience to kind of being a little bit lonely, living on my own, just dealing with the realities of life. You know, it's growing up is really what it yeah. is. And growing up <clears throat> thinking this is harder than I thought it would be or than it should be. Mm. so it was it was kind of humbling in a way you know in a, in a healthy way and so um, with that as a backstory i was in the kroger in lawrenceburg tennessee and uh, i was 1995 and there was a guy uh, i'll never forget his name brian shaw and he worked on the night crew that stocked the groceries at night and he was a great guy and uh of course, I'm the manager and he's an employee, so there's always a little bit of a barrier. But he's a good guy, and it was at night, and we would hang out and talk. And um, he invited me to church. That's cool. And he invited me to Mars Hill Baptist Church there in Lawrenceburg, and um, uh, and again, I wasn't hostile to it, so I was I was open. Okay, okay. If I'm not working, I'll go. That type of thing. And it just so happened I went on Palm Sunday. It was wow. the, the Sunday, of course, before Easter, yeah. that being Palm Sunday. And I remember they had a guest speaker, and this is just a small country church. And they had a guest speaker, and he was a traveling itinerant speaker, okay. but he was also a physician. Mm. And so as he was talking about the crucifixion, 
right? He would get into the physical realities of the crucifixion. And I don't remember all the details, but I remember him saying, when your arms are spread out, you can't breathe. It feels like you're drowning. Man. You know, that's what Jesus experienced. Mm. You know, where the nails would have gone through his feet, there's an abundance of nerves. All of these different physiological manifestations of the sheer suffering of being crucified. It's probably why the Romans did it. Right? Yeah. For that very purpose. The shame of it. And- yeah, exactly. And so he shared the gospel in it. And I thought, oh my goodness, if he did that for me, how do I not? Accept that. That seems like the easiest thing to do in the world. So uh, it was there at, uh, at Marcel. I didn't tell anybody, but I sat kind of in the back on the left-hand side and, and made that prayer. In that was day. the prayer like a God? Uh, was it very articulate in your mind as far as like, I am a sinner and I need your salvation? And like, how would you have worded it if you had to say it out loud? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, where you started, God. And again, think, bear in mind the, the kind of the circumstances, right? God, I know, because I knew my heart, I know I'm a sinner, not far out of college, right? right? But also, I had been learning, I can't do things in my own strength. Mm. And also, I learned in that in that uh, church service that there's a, a disparity between my lack of holiness and God's holiness. Mm. There's only one way to get there. So, yeah, the prayer was, okay, I know I can't do it. I know I'm a sinner. I know this is the only way to you. Um, Jesus paid the ultimate price and you reached out for it. So that's clearly important. So yeah, I'm, I'm in. That's awesome. I think just to interrupt real quick, I think that's huge because when I got saved, it was awkward. And the two youth pastors were like trying to mm-hmm. repeat after me sinners prayer. And i kind of forgot what they were saying. And I fumbled and yeah. I remember my very first words as a Christian were, yup. Like it yeah. was just like, I didn't know what to say, yeah. but like, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will, you know, so, but I think a lot of listeners might struggle with that as well. Maybe it wasn't this very clear. Yeah, someone led them. You said these exact words, and I think that's that's hugely encouraging to hear that that's part of your story. Yeah, and I I thought it through, and I don't know that I actually said it with my mouth. Okay, I probably have since you, because yeah, I was sitting by myself point. in a pew in a small church where I didn't really know anybody. Well, you certainly did when you got baptized. Though. Oh, absolutely. That's, we'll get yeah. to that in a second. Um, and and I, I did later on. Like I went home thinking something's something's different mm-hmm. you know and look salvation we know is not a quid pro quo right. you know but yeah. after that point um things felt different not dramatically different still the same stuff to deal with but um i you know with the, the holy spirit now you start to see things with with different eyes and actually uh had met my now wife she worked in the store um and so she, if we're honest, I had my I had my eye on her <laughs> okay. beforehand, and then uh, after salvation, some months later, uh, we had a chance to start to start dating. But I I genuinely believe uh, the Lord was not gonna give me access to His daughter yeah. if I wasn't gonna honor her the way He would expect His daughter That's to be awesome, honored. Man. That's like... So again, it's not a quid pro quo, right? You no, know? and and it wasn't the case of God. I'll I'll get saved if <laughs> if I yeah. can go out with Tammy. I would have made that deal, but that, I don't think that was the case. You know what I mean? I thought a girl was going to be at the Bible study that I went to that I got saved at. It's, it's most a very guys, common story. Right, yeah. Girls are food. <laughs> girls right, is what, and coffee for me. Girls, yeah. food, coffee, whatever yeah. draws guys in. That's <laughs> got it work. But Lord redeems it. Yeah. So that that was that there. It was that, that moment of, and I kind of sometimes feel like my story is a boring one. I wasn't in jail. I wasn't mm. 
on the outs with anybody. It wasn't those dramatic circumstances. Not in a biker gang or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not at that point. (laughs) So, no, it's not one of those where people are saying, wow, what a redemption from a pit. Yeah. But I also then have learned to think, man, I was in a pit just like anybody else. That pit of sin, I had it. It just maybe it wasn't as evident or Mm. socially unacceptable. Yep. As in, um, you know, our, our story always informs a little bit of how we think. And so I think about those people who uh, would say, I'm a good person. Mm. I, there are these people in my life. I'm a good person. Why would God not want me to be in heaven? Because I'm a good person. Why would I even need to be saved? Right. I mean, I'm not in a biker gang. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with biker gangs. Some of them. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not. I'm not in these worlds that we might look at and say, that's obviously abundantly full of sin, but we're all sinners. It's a, it's not a huge grace. contrast, but yeah, I know it's cheesy. We say this all the time, but it's like anytime a dead person becomes an alive person, that's an amazing testimony. Yeah, whether there's heroin or yeah, murder or, or whatever, like or just bad thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like kids that get saved at so you know at a young age or whatever. I mean, that's an amazing testimony. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, thank you. So we'll we'll wrap this up really quick. Just real quick, um, you said you got baptized. Quite a bit later. You want to talk about that just really quickly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, got baptized. I think in two thousand three or four. And so, um, got saved. That began to. I started going to to Mars Hill. Uh, started dating Tammy. We actually got married uh, at the church. Um, Mars Hill or New Vision? Mars Hill. Okay. Baptist is where we got married uh, in Lawrenceburg, and so. Then we started moving. With Kroger, we moved and moved and moved and went to a variety of churches along the way. That was a big part of our hmm. uh, story. And um, sometimes just loosely denominationally affiliated mm. or non-denominational. We went to a Church of Christ one time in uh, northern Kentucky. But it was when we came to New Vision here and decided this is where we wanted to plan our lives, where we wanted to be members. And we're in our 20th year uh, here. Awesome. Um that's where I sat down actually with a guy I knew and said, we want to be members. And he said, have you been baptized? And so, uh, I had not. And pastor Brady baptized me. That's awesome. In what is now the chapel way back. That's great. Way yeah. back when. So it, it took, uh, getting connected with the church to realize how important baptism was yeah, for us. As a symbol. And yeah, it was good to be baptized into the church that we wanted to be part of. Do you think you looking back like wow that eight years before I got like there was you were missing out like something that galvanized your faith or any any story like that or sense of um, probably not a sense of missing out but we were on this spiritual journey anyway both of us right. both Tammy and I and she's far more spiritually mature than I was then and and definitely now so whether it's whether it's giving or being involved in serving, we just kind of took the slow road to getting mm-hmm. there because you're just not all, all of a sudden a mature believer. Right. right? There's that process. So um, I don't know that the absence of baptism uh, stood out. I, I'll tell you that I think I probably felt embarrassed. You that get, you hadn't. Yeah, you get okay. to the point of I've been a Christian for eight years at this point, and I've never been baptized, and I don't want to go up and do yeah. it now. And so I really do appreciate you know, New Vision in that regard or any kind of Baptist church or any, any church that's going to have that expectation for membership because it does 
that's where I learned it's a sign of obedience. Yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't salvific, but right. it's a point of obedience. You're baptized into the church. It's a picture for other people. All of the things that are so important about it, I didn't have a good understanding of before. Learned it here and was willing to push through what seemed like it was going to be awkward. Def- yeah, on the other side of awkward, something awesome. All, always. And I was just going to say, I don't mean to presume, but I'm betting that when you got baptized on the other side of that, your faith journey just, it was almost like rocket fuel to the fire. It, it I'm betting. took <laughs> off. And, and you know, part of being here and serving and serving in some very different places. And, you know, what our members coming down from the baptistry and th- the church was so much smaller yeah. back then. And uh, I think we stood up front and were greeted by the church. I that's mean, that's funny. how, how long wow, that was. Man. And I, I was in this split mindset of I wanted everybody to know, but I've been a Christian for a while. Mm even if not a fully obedient one, mm-hmm. but that's self mm. and, and pride, which isn't, but that was kind of overwhelmed by look at all these people who I don't know. And there weren't many of them. It'd be a different right. today, but look at all these people who are genuinely excited yeah. for me. And so again, that was a, a little bit of a precondition to being part of the church family, but coming through that, I felt really a part of the family as people were celebrating and congratulating. That's awesome. Well, I hope Thank you so much for being with us. I'm 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 excited to hear your story. Yeah, I know okay. other people are as well. I'm sure they are. Like, how can you not be excited? Again, as an encouragement to you guys, y'all have a story. If you're in Christ, if you don't, hopefully you come to meet him and then you are walk continue to walk in that in obedience through through baptism. Right? Y'all hope you're encouraged. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode.